Welcome to Proudly ADHD at work and in business. I am your host, Coach Kathy Rashidian, and I help professionals like you understand the science behind your unique brain so you can unlock that inner genius. Ready to transform your ADHD into your best asset? Keep listening. Welcome to another episode with Coach Kathy. With each episode, I aim to help you understand, manage, and coexist with your ADHD brain wiring. In the past, we've done this by interviewing experts in this field, as well as solo sessions where I share principles from my various coach training programs and my personal experience. But today, we're trying a slightly different format from what we're used to. We're going to deep dive into a research paper related to ADHD and social justice. Before we get into the nitty gritty, we have to first ask the question, why? Why is this important topic worth delving into? And what relevance does it have with our daily lives as ADHDers? Well, the answer is straightforward, but not simple by any means. As most of you can attest to, ADHDers have life experiences different from non-ADHDers, both on the positive and negative. This means that behaviors and mindsets that we form and manifest may be different from non-ADHDers. Understanding how our ADHD affects our behavior will form the foundations of managing it. To shed light on how ADHD may affect one's sensitivity and motivation towards social justice, Schaefer and Kroeninberg conducted a pilot study in 2015 to answer just that. Their hypothesis was that people with ADHD tend to experience more social rejection and at the same time have a difficult time in understanding social norms. As a result, they may perceive negative social interactions as being unfair treatment, hence develop a higher sense of justice as a strategy to be more accepted by the people around them. They specifically mentioned how it is paradoxical that ADHD is associated with antisocial behavior, yet at the same time, how ADHDers are also to be more sensitive to social justice, which is considered to be pro-social behavior. Their study aimed to address this paradox. To understand their findings, we have to first understand how the study was conducted. Don't worry. We won't delve too much into the nitty-gritty. First, the participants of the study were split into three groups. We have the inattentive ADHD type, the hyperactive-impulsive subtype, and the control group. The researchers grouped the combination subtype of ADHD together with the hyperactivity-impulsive group as they were similar to one another. Next, they set up an experiment game called a justice game. There were four rounds, four players, and four total roles to play. Each role corresponded to four facets of social sensitivity, which are perpetrator, profiteer, observer, and victim sensitivity. The decisions they make based on their role determined the participant's level of justice sensitivity. The definition of these facets are quite specific. 
But in the interest of time, I won't be going into them. If you like to dive into the, the definitions, I've included a link to the original paper in the show notes. The next part of the study was that a week after the game, the participants were sent a questionnaire to determine their self-assessed justice sensitivity. The same four facets were measured. The results of the questionnaires were then compared to the results of the experimental game. In other words, the authors compared what the participants' actions were with their perceived experience. Oof, that was a lot to take in. On to the more interesting part of the paper, the results. The results of the experimental game showed that as the allocator, the adhd as a whole showed no difference with a control group. This means to say that all participants distributed tickets that they were given relatively similarly and in this case quite equally according to the authors. As a decision maker, it was observed that the ADHDers were more likely to reject an unequal distribution compared to the control group. In other words, when the tickets were unequally distributed, ADHDers tend to reject distribution, even though they were going to benefit from it. An example would be when the helpless receive only a small amount, ADHDers tend to reject these. As the referee, it also observed that ADHDers were more likely to intervene despite the risk of losing their own tickets. It is important to take note that there were significant variations in most of these results. This raises some doubt about the validity of the observations. More on this later. Now to the results of the questionnaire that they were given. Interestingly enough, the results of the questionnaire did not match the results of the game. It was found that ADHDers with the inattentive subtype scored significantly higher in all four facets of justice sensitivity compared to the control. But the hyperactive and combined subtypes were particularly the same as the control. Similar to the experiment, there were also significant variations in the results, which again raises some doubt about the observation. This raises a key question about the experiment, which for most part, the authors themselves acknowledge too. Which results do we trust? The lack of correlation between the game and the questionnaire tell us that either the game or the questionnaire are unreliable in measuring justice sensitivity. It doesn't help that the results seem to vary greatly which means that it's not possible for us to predict what any meaningful result might be. The authors themselves address that more research needed to be done to understand the relationship between their game and the corresponding justice sensitivities. With all that said, what does all of this mean, Kathy, you ask? Personally, despite the shortcomings that we've highlighted here, some of the observations are congruent with ex the experience I have with my clients. In particular, the observation of a higher justice sensitivity in the inattentive subtype. It's been my experience that those with inattentive ADHD tend to express their desire to be involved with social change of all types. What they struggle with is that they have a hard time taking action. 
and contrasting this with their desire for big change. It results in a cycle of frustration. Unfortunately, from a scientific perspective, it's still inconclusive whether or not people with ADHD do in fact behave or have different motivations when it comes to social justice, such as the nature of science. However, not all is lost. Going through this paper left me with a few important takeaways for myself, which I hope might be useful for you as well. For one, it goes to show that understanding human behavior is no simple task. Having difficulty figuring yourself out? Don't worry, you're not alone. Secondly, it's a stark reminder that unlike this experiment, our daily lives are more akin to a series of repeated games, not a one-off game. The metaphor is this, the daily interactions that we have with people make up each round. And the goal of the game is to ensure that we keep playing the game. Unless, of course, you want those relationships to end or that you want to have a difficult life. All jokes aside, when viewed through this lens, cooperation is in fact the best strategy to ensure that the game continues indefinitely. I think it's fair to say that no one likes unjustified and uncooperative behavior which means that people with this attitude tend to have their games ended and not be invited back to participate anymore. With that in mind, how differently might you approach your daily interaction and relationships? The first that comes to my mind is when we argue with our partners. How often do we find ourselves wanting to be right instead of seeking the truth? Cooperation here would probably mean putting our egos aside, accepting that we probably could have done something differently, and trying to find the middle ground. The question I pose to you is this, what other areas in our lives could use more cooperation, not less? And how might we approach them differently now that we know this? To summarize, the paper was interesting in its objective. We all want to know how exactly we are different from other people. Unfortunately, this paper was not enough to bring us in any conclusive results. It did, however, provide a basis for future research. Before we wrap up, this episode was written in collaboration with my co-writer, Fabian Au. He was amazing in helping me distill this complex paper, as you'll see in the show notes, into a few key findings and I also want to emphasize that social sensitivity and social injustice and what I see around when it comes to ADHDers, this, what we shared with you, was only a portion of a bigger discussion around ADHD and social sensitivity. We kept it focused to the paper and we hope that you found it interesting. Well, that's it, folks. Until next episode, keep on shining. You've succeeded in a fast-paced professional environment. From the outside, it looks like you've got it all together. But now you're in a place where your ADHD is colliding with the role you're in and the kick-ass person that you are. You are so done focusing on worrying about your ADHD and how you're going to get found out. You want to step 
fully into your professional leadership potential that you know you have. You've been kicking some ass. There's just little minor tweaks here and there that need to be done. You're incredible at seeing big pictures and connecting the dots, but not always in your own stressful work situation. That makes it harder for you to manage all of those amazing, incredible talents that you have. Well, they say you're the sum of the people you spend the most time with. And I like to invite you to join our board of brains and stack the odds of greatness in your favor. You don't have to do ADHD alone. Through our Quantum Thinkers Mastermind, we bring big picture solutions to your most pressing issues. You can't read the label from the inside the bottle. We've got your back. Head over to quantumthinkersmastermind.com. That's quantumthinkersmastermind.com. And join us three times a month where the board of brains come together and we lean on each other. See you there.